Hi, all. I'm Dan Smegrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, April 7th, 2022, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. We have an awesome show for you today. iGUIDE Refresh, new 3D tour display, and iGUIDE ANSI compliant 2D floor plans. And here to talk to us about that is Chris White. Uh, Chris is marketing manager of Planetar, the maker of iGUIDE. Hey, Chris, good to see you. Hey, nice to see you too. Thanks for and, having me. And I, I should say, good to see you again because you've been on <laughs> WGAN TV Live at Five talking, giving us an iGUIDE introduction and uh, iGUIDE uh, Planix camera kit, iGUIDE stitching, iGUIDE radix. So, uh, that's right. Uh, super excited to have you back to you know talk about what's the latest and greatest with iGUIDE. Um, Chris, before we jump into today's topic, how about giving us just a short overview of iGUIDE from a real estate agent's perspective? Yeah, absolutely. So um, for those not familiar with iGUIDE, it is a, uh, a 3D tour with a, a real strength in uh, measurement. So with every 3D tour comes floor plans, room dimensions, and square footage totals. Uh, and the iGUIDE itself is like a, well, it's a content platform and that content platform can deliver more than just the 3D tour plus those measurements. You can also include video, uh, you can include um, still images. Uh, and that's amazing from the perspective of a, a real estate professional because when you are listing a property, um, gathering all your materials together and, and you know uh, using them in your marketing can be challenging. So iGUIDE obviously is a fantastic way to put everything under one link and then share it really easily on something like an MLS um, and then say on something like realtor.ca or realtor.com. Awesome. And for uh, iGUIDE from the perspective of a professional real estate photographer? <laughs> right. So from the perspective of a real estate photographer, and I can say this because I was one, um, iGUIDE is the greatest thing since sliced bread because what it allows you to do is create marketing materials that are extremely valuable. So floor plans, for example, and 3D tours, are kind of the norm now, not everywhere. It's going to be different from area to area, but they're, they're very commonplace and they're considered very high value and important in a real estate listing. Uh, and iCAD gives you the technology and provides the technology to make those things very quickly, very easily, uh, and get them to your client very quickly. So that means that um, you can create 3D tours, floor plans, uh, and then obviously package up the rest of your materials and deliver <clears throat> that to your client um, in a, a really compelling uh, and attractive package. Awesome. How's that sound? <laughs> that sounds awesome. I guide refresh, new 3D tour display. Um, how about the showing and telling us? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. So I'm going to share my screen. Give me just a moment. And uh, while Chris is getting set up, the website is www.goiguide.com. That's G O the letter I G U I D E.com, www.goiguide.com. Uh, Chris, what are we looking at? Right, good question. So let me just full screen this so you can see it a little bit better. So this is the iGUIDE. So for those who haven't seen it before, you're going to notice that there are 360 degree visuals and floor plans. Um, I know that sounds really obvious, but uh, that's important because the iGUIDE is always going to have those two things. There are lots of different types of tours out there. They've all got their pluses and minuses, their pros and their cons. With the iGUIDE, the core experience is about providing important information to people who are going to be making decisions. So it's about empowering people with, with property information. And the way the iGUIDE does that is providing this experience, 360 degree visuals. You can look wherever you want. Look at the ceiling. You know, I, I just, I do want to point out <laughs> and as, a floor you're, plan. as you're walking around this house, uh, it's a little bit herky-jerky, but that has nothing to do oh, with yeah. iGUIDE. That's all about WGAN-TV and the technology that we use to do this screen sharing, et cetera. So uh, know that it is a, a very silky smooth uh, walkthrough experience with the iGUIDE. That's right. Let's not blame my shaky hands either. It's probably not that. Um, so what this allows you to do in the iGUIDE is look at what you're interested in looking at, but then also navigate the property um, in any way that you choose and really quickly and easily. So what I mean by that is imagine that this experience is very much like walking through a space while holding a map, right? It's a very common thing to sort of think about doing, although I guess 
people have maps on their phones now, but whatever. <laughs> the, um, the nice thing about this is that um, you can use the information to um, get the information you want quickly, as I said. So if I want to look at something, I can obviously click on the visuals and move closer to it. I can zoom in um, and I can change the direction of the camera. But at any time I can go over and I can look at the floor plan and I can get a sense of where I am in the space and how the rooms connect. And I can also obviously move around the space by clicking on the visuals to go where I want to go visually. But then when I look at the floor plan, I can go instantly where I want to go and, you know, kind of teleport there. So these two types of navigation are really complementary because there are times where I want to know more about a space I'm currently in that I can see. And there are times where I want to know more about a space that I cannot. So a huge advantage here is that if I'm a serious, you know, home shopper and I'm trying to figure out um, the answers to my questions, they're almost always the same. You know, I have three kids. So it's like, what do the bedrooms look like? So I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to walk visually around the property um, for 15 minutes trying to find the bedrooms. I'm just going to look at the floor plan and I'm just going to click on the bedroom. And that is fantastic um, when you uh, are trying to get the information that you want right away without fussing about with it. So that's a huge advantage. So the core experience here is 360 degree uh, visuals plus floor plans. But there's a few, a few ways you can kind of modify this experience. So I can minimize the floor plan to get a better view. And I can also minimize the top bar. So that's, that's a relatively sort of um, new addition. And what this means is that you can get greater immersion by sort of taking the UI and setting it to the side. But you'll notice the floor plan is still here. It's not gone. It's never gone. You can't hide it. Uh, and that's because it's a core uh, part of that experience. So you always have it uh, with you and available to you if you need it, which is kind of neat. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, uh, but it does beg the question because I see lots of things in the top right corner, something in the middle. I see something at the to the oh, yeah. right of the floor plan. Uh, I I see different color lollipops in the in the middle of. Take us through everything that we're looking at. Let's do it. Okay, so let's start with the floor plan. So I mentioned before that um, this floor plan is useful for navigation. Well, there's more than that. This is an actual floor plan. So what that means is that it's, you know, um, actually uh, set to scale and then you can measure on it. So if you look down here, <clears throat> I'm at the bottom of the screen here, there's a little toolbar and that toolbar has the, you know, what are really, uh, we would argue are the most important things you need when you're, you know, looking at a property. And those three things are a measure button, which looks like a ruler, a, a button for tag. So those are the little lollipops you're seeing there. And then a button for share. So measure is exactly what it sounds like. I'll give you a demo in a second. It allows you to measure anything you want on the floor plan or on the visuals. And that's amazing from the perspective of a real estate marketer, because a lot of the questions that you're going to have or that your potential buyers are going to have about a property are about measurement. How big are the windows? Will my bed fit in the bedroom? Will my grand piano fit in the living room? Or, you know, um, any other question that might relate to um, where things might be placed in a home or if you want to get really fancy um, and you're considering doing renovations, you can calculate the costs of, you know, how much paint do I need for a wall or how much flooring do I need for the kitchen or um, something a little more advanced than just furniture placement. But um, measurement, it, it can um, give people an enormous amount of information online without them having to go to a property. So, you know, things have happened over the last few years that have really pushed people uh, toward online experiences rather than, uh, <laughs> than physical ones. So that means that this uh, gives them the ability to get the information that they would have from a physical experience, but online instead. So, so I'm, I'm wondering if uh, my sofa is going to fit. How do I do that measurement to see? Excellent how question. Let me show you. So you click the measurement tool and then anywhere on the floor plan, I can click and drag and I can draw a line and measure from point to point. So I don't have any way to zoom in exactly, but I hope you guys can see that. I just clicked and I drew a line and it says six foot, eight inches, but I can draw as many lines as I want. So if I wanna draw a box, I can do that. If I want to measure the distance from the sofa to the fireplace to see if my side table will fit, for example, I could do that. If I wanna measure, actually this one's really popular. If I wanna measure above the fireplace to see if my TV will fit, that's a, that's a big deal. Um, you can do that. You can measure anything on that floor plan just as though you were holding a, a paper floor plan. So this, this floor plan is not for show. It is a real um, floor plan that can be measured on and that is uh, accurate. 
if you will. And do I see measurements within the tour itself? Right. So yes. So let me show you. If I go down here, this is a little bit more advanced, but what you have the ability to do is also measure <clears throat> um, anything you want on the visuals. So I can click on the ruler again, and I'm going to get measure modes two and three. These aren't for the sort of average user. They're a little bit more advanced, but they're extremely powerful. So here, I'll give you a real quick example. If I switch to measure mode two, what I can do is um, define uh, a wall. So I'm just going to move forward a little bit here. Um, give me one second. And then I'm going to look over, we'll say here, we'll measure the fireplace. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to click on measure mode two. I'm going to define a wall by drawing a line. And now anything I click on will define a point, And any other point I click on will draw a line between the two, giving me the distance. So what this allows me to do is precision measurements. Um, so in a residential real estate sense, this is cool. You can measure windows for blinds, and you can measure um, really precise intersections between things. That's pretty neat. But it really shines in other industries like facility management or insurance restoration construction, where you're really trying to define the exact precise area where something has occurred in three-dimensional space. Not that that doesn't have applications in residential real estate, but it's not as popular. So that measurement says five feet, 11 inches. How accurate is that? Or is that is it ANSI accurate? And that's what we're going to talk about in part two of our show today. Right. So the estimated accuracy. <clears throat> so the, it, that's a separate issue. So it's a it's completely separate from ANSI measurements, but it's a similar principle in that there's always going to be um, some margin for error. So if you actually look at the top, the estimated measurement uncertainty on that measurement is one inch. So there, I'm not going to pretend to be a complete expert on exactly how um, this is done, but the measurements are done um, basically um, to within a margin of error that will be reported to you. And it will vary depending on circumstances. So if you, that, that, that message isn't always the same, it's not static. It will change depending on the panel that you've chosen and the measurements that you've done. Um, the uh, the panel is the panorama, the 360 uh, images that compose the tour. Exactly, if that wasn't clear. Thank okay. you for the explanation. And so um, that, that measurement, if we went back there, for example, and we say, oh, mm -hmm. the, the, the window is broken, we probably don't want to use that measurement to, uh, to, to order precision cut glass. But if we needed to know um, uh, approximately what the uh, size of the window blinds might be, again, not to order the finished window blinds, but just to be able to estimate the cost uh, uh, based on the size. Yes, exactly. So I um, am very confident in these measurements, but I would still do physical ones uh, if I really wanted them to be super yes. precise. Blinds are tricky. You need an eighth of an inch on either side. So that's, that's going to be a bit rough. Uh, but I'll give you an example of where this can save you just enormous amounts of time and money. So I was able to shoot around the exterior of my home and I shot um, an eye guide uh, where I had exterior data as well. And I was able to use the measurement tool um, outside of the house to draw in a proposed fence. And then I sent the image of that to as many contractors as I could get a hold of, showing them the exact length of, it's just an L-shaped fence, um, showing them exactly what I wanted. And I was able to get, I don't know, five or six quotes within a day. And so that allowed me to narrow down my choices significantly faster than to have five or six people physically come out. And I didn't have to go out and, and like draw or like use a giant tape measure to, yes. to you know, measure it out. So in terms of speed and accuracy, it was vastly better than what I could have done um, okay. manually. So when I'm ready to, to get a fence, I'm gonna come back and talk to you. There, you mentioned <laughs> a, a, a third uh, measuring tool or a second advanced tool. That's correct, yeah. So measure mode three is um, different in that uh, what it allows you to do is it allows you to triangulate measurements on two different stands. So it's going to sound complicated, but it's actually really easy to do. So I'll just choose it and show you. So if I define two points, I hope you guys can see this. You've got point yes. one and point two, but there's question marks. Okay, so that's a little bit weird. So now I'm going to move to another scan, and I'm going to do the same two points. I can't remember if I started at the top or the bottom. I think it was the top. There we go. So using the two scans, now I've got um, seven foot uh, two inches um, on this particular measurement with a different measurement uncertainty. So what that means is that I can measure anything in 3D space, provided I can click on it on the image, as long as I have two scans um, to triangulate it. And, okay, but what would I use that for? Uh, right, so in residential real estate, 
Not so much, but if you're doing something like construction and you want to measure, I don't know, a uh, very specific run of piping, and that piping is not on a wall, it's like in the middle of the room, um, you can technically do that in order to estimate costs. Okay, so uh, for, for most of us that are doing residential real estate, uh, and really for the, the purpose of a homeowner doing a measurement within the floor plan, that's really probably suffices, but to know that there is an advanced feature or two if you, if you that, need it. Exactly. So okay. most people, the lion's share people are going to use measure mode one that I'm showing right now. Yeah. Where you measure on screen. And the nice thing about this one, especially for people in real estate, is that it's really, really easy to communicate and understand, which means it doesn't require a whole lot of thought. People really, they get measuring in two dimensions. Um, so that's really okay. nice. So Chris, I still see some other uh, toolkit items there uh, on that bottom menu. Can you take us through that? I can indeed. So if you look uh, at the center icon, you guys can see this, that is a tag list. So one of the uh, sort of unique features of the iGuide um, is this list. So when I click on it, I hope you guys can see this, there's a list of tags on the left. Yes. So what that means is that I've got- Just in um, case our viewers can't, I, I see uh, five different colors. Uh, one is images, video, uh, links, links to pano panoramas, uh, links to text. Yeah, so there are a lot of different types of tags. So if, in case it's not clear, um, a tag is um, a piece of information that is placed in three-dimensional space. So what that means is I'm, I'm gonna take some type of information, an image, text, a video, um, it doesn't really matter. And I'm going to attach it to something using one of these lollipops. <laughs> I'm surprised when you clicked on that image, we didn't see the video. I think when I've done that in the past, I, I've, I've actually seen the video. Yeah, it should be here. That's my mistake. This is actually an unbranded version of the tour. So the videos won't show up, but the images will. So that's just, that's on me. But typically the video would appear there. As ah, a okay. you could press play. So, so that's when, my fault. The, Sorry, everybody. When the tour is created, they're both branded and unbranded version. So I that's imagine right. at some point you're going to take us into the branded version and then we'll be able to see that video. That's exactly right. Okay. So tags are information that's added to a tour in order to enhance the experience. And they're extremely powerful. You can add video, images, any kind of text you want. And there's obviously no limit to the number that you can create. But the tag list is special, special to an iGuide. It's technically available in a few other tours, but it's natively available in an iGuide without having to do any extra work. And it's really, really important because you've got different types of experiences and people like to experience things in different ways. People are different. <laughs> so some people like an off the rails type of experience where they go wherever they want and they look at whatever they like. And that's great. I do that myself. Other people don't want that. They want something a little more curated and they want to be told what's important in the property. What this does is this gives you a big list of things that are important in the property. So from the perspective of a real estate marketer, this is amazing because I can say, here's the five things I want you to look at. I want you to check out the granite countertops, I want you to check out this fireplace. I want you to check out this amazing renovated bathroom. And I want you to check out this, um, you know, master bedroom built-in bookshelf or something. So that means that there are not just two ways to navigate a, an eye guide, you know, visually around the footprint. There's actually three. You can navigate entirely from the tag list by just clicking on a tag. If you click on it, it takes you to that important piece of information. So this is uh, an extremely valuable companion to the other forms of navigation because it gives more, uh, or it empowers, I would say, the real estate marketer uh, by allowing them to communicate exactly what it is that they want. And um, like I said, because you can include video, it means the amount of media you can include in a, an iGuide is essentially limitless with using text, uh, which is very interesting. The possibilities I, are also just endless with text. Oh, sorry, go on. Uh, excuse me, Chris. I think we did look at one that had images. Uh, I guess it was a, mm -hmm. maybe a bicycle. Yeah, I just uh, put yeah. that in there. Okay. And <laughs> Uh, so can there be more than one image within that carousel? There can be. So you can have as many images and text as you want. Now, when you start adding a lot of um, text or images, um, that means that the way you navigate with that tag becomes more complicated. So if I um, load this up full screen and it's got a lot of content, I can actually scroll through all that content. So I don't have an example of one that's overloaded because we don't typically do that. Yes. But you could include an entire essay uh, if you really wanted to, including video and images, like a fully formatted website within a tag, should you choose to. People okay. don't usually use them that way, though. They usually choose one really sort of targeted piece of information. So the, the obvious way to get to a tag looked like clicking on, I called it a lollipop. Do you call it something else? 
<laughs> well, we just call them tags, but yeah. it does look like a lollipop now that you've said it. So okay, so you clicked on the tag, but I also see on the interactive floor plan, the colored tags. Can I click on uh, a tag? And indeed, the... yeah. So that's another huge advantage is that the floor plan, because it's an interactive floor plan, has the tags built in as well. So what you'll notice as well is that the tags are colored and they can be colored in any way you wish. So that means that you can organize via color. So if you've got five or six tags that are all blue, that can represent whatever you wish. So that could be all of the um, electrical outlets in a room or blue or something like okay. that, um, uh, or all of the features. Okay, got it. Uh, going down to that menu again, it looks like the next item uh, is a sharing icon. Could you take us there? You got it. So um, let me close this first. The sharing button is arguably one of, if not one of the most important um, elements in any online experience, uh, because if no one ever sees your tour, then uh, they're not likely to see the value of it. So the share button is exactly what you think it is. When you click it, you can then instantly share to Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, or email. Fun fact though, there is a link to current 3D view feature. So if I click this checkbox, it's a little hard to see, but it adds some extra fancy pants code on the end of this URL. And what that means is whatever I, I'm looking at, it will remember the zoom level and the angle and the, you know, the pitch here. And it will include that on the URL when this is checked. And when I send that URL to someone, they'll see exactly what I'm looking at. So all those details get preserved in that text. So that is really powerful because I can say this light fixture is really important and I can show it to my wife. I say, check out this light fixture and I can copy this. And then after she looks at it, she can look at the rest of the tour or I can just share the tour. Chris, is default automatically the 3D tour? Uh, it always is by default, correct? Um, so uh, if you want, you can share the tour. So actually, it depends. So you can set the default um, to be whatever you wish it to be. As, okay. So, so that means on the back end, someone could set the default to um, be the, the video, for example. That's one of the other advantages to iGUIDE because it includes the, that extra media that I mentioned before. You can actually configure it to start with something like a really eye-catching, like a drone video and then yes. auto transition to the tour. So default represents whatever the creator intended it to be initially. But if you don't like that, you can then manually switch it to immediately show the video, the photos of the 3D tour. Okay, um, so uh, I'm confused. Let's say there is a video. Well, th th I shouldn't say that because th this is the unbranded version. So it's make it a little bit harder for me. Yeah. Um, was, was, uh, I was looking at this earlier and I saw a virtual showing, uh, where do I find that? Yeah, so because this is the unbranded version, we don't have the virtual showing, but that's ah, okay. No, I can that's go, why I don't see it. Okay. I can go switch over. So virtual showing, um, while I'm hunting around for it, is a um, way of sharing the eye guide so that it um, is displayed on someone else's screen. Excuse me, the yeah. one we've embedded in the We Get Around Network forum uh, is the branded version. Do you, do you want to look at that one? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. And if you scroll down, and there you mm -hmm. go. Oh, it's too easy. Too okay. easy. And you scroll, then you can make that full screen. You want to make that full screen? Yeah, yeah, for sure. There we go. Okay, virtual showing. Ah, okay, great. Because that—that's what I was looking at er earlier today. Uh, maybe first, why don't you tell us what this is, and then maybe demonstrate it? I will. Okay, hold on one second. Let's go back. <laughs> full screen again. So, virtual showing is a way to send the eye guide to someone um, and have their uh, experience be guided by by yourself. So, if I'm a real estate agent, I can send someone a link. And they won't have control over what they see. I will. It's not a video share, but you can think of it as being similar to that. Okay. Um, can you share it? Uh, could you share the tour with me? Maybe yeah, let's do it. Ask me the link. Okay. So this is putting your name in it. That's correct. So what okay. I'm doing is I'm, I'm basically becoming what is essentially the host. So anyone can host a virtual showing. So that means that if I find an eye guide online, I could do a virtual showing for my wife. And an eye guide that is branded. Correct. That is exactly okay. right. So it automatically added the link. Then I think, uh, why don't we just come out of screen sharing for a moment? Maybe you could pass me the, the link. There you go. And just take me a second. Incidentally, if you want to see that branded tour 
that, that Chris is showing now, you can go to the We Get Around Network forum, wganforum.com. Chris, you're good to go ahead and share. Cool. Uh, and the, go to wganforum.com and then just search the subject line for iGUIDE or go into the tag section and search for iGUIDE. Uh, since this show happens to be about iGUIDE refresh, if you type that in the search box, it happens to be at the top, but if you're looking at this a year from now, you still could go to the We Get Around Network forum, go into the uh, search bar and just type in iGUIDE refresh, and then you'll find the, the link that we're uh, demoing now. Okay, so, so my tour is not moving around, Chris. So if you load up the link, what should happen is that I should see you appear in the top. So maybe I shared the wrong link with you. That's possible. Here we go. Let's try it again. Give me one second. Yeah, that's why it was the wrong link. That's my fault. <laughs> Again, I know we're we're trying to do so many different things here. Uh, so there we go. Just, now you're there. Here, I'll share my screen, and then that'll. Okay. Um, there we go. Share. All right. So in the top right hand corner now, I have me, myself, Chris, and then I also have you, Dan. So now when I move my camera, you should see what I see. I do. So I didn't type in Dan Smakerod. How did you know that it was me? Right. So that's a great question. So that means that your browser saved a cookie with your name in it. And you've done this before. This ah. is not your first virtual showing. No, it's not. I've seen this before. <laughs> okay. So, so just to clarify for our viewers, then, uh, if this had been my first time, I imagine it would have asked me for my name and then it would have displayed the name for you. You Since I had looked at this tour earlier today and I had already typed in my name, it remembered me. So I didn't need to do that step. That's exactly right. So, um, so now I could imagine, Chris, you might have a choice to say, okay, I'm on the phone with my client and I've just passed them the, the link and I'm talking to them, or it could be by Zoom or Skype or, exactly. uh, yep. you or got any it. other way that I do a voice chat or a video chat but this is this this is a virtual showing where you're in control you got it so you can imagine this would be very much like a uh, a showing except online so if i'm a real estate professional i'm going to say here is the you know um sort of first bedroom it has a closet it has a bathroom attached it's right off the, the entryway. And then I'm, I would guide them through uh, the, the home and show them the things I think are important. And this is relevant uh, and valuable because what this does is it gives um, a real estate professional another tool that they can use um, to help sell that home and to help people understand the property. So not right. only is a home buyer empowered because they're getting more information, but the agent themselves is empowered as well because they have a really amazing tool to make their job easier. Uh, two questions and a point of information. So anyone can do a virtual showing with anyone else, Correct. as long as it's the branded version of the tour. Exactly right. Simply going to that, sh that share button. You got uh, so the <laughs> two questions is, can, uh, now that you've, uh, can, can you share with more than one person at a time? Oh boy, can you? Yeah. There's, um, I can't recall the limit, but it's over 500. So that means that there essentially is no limit, um, which means that you can share with 16 people simultaneously. So you could organize a webinar. So I might have an open house and promote the, the day and time. And That's here right. is the link and I'll give you a guided tour. What if you posted that link, but you're not on at the time that I decide to look at that link, is the, does the link still work? It does, yeah. So people would arrive and then they would basically wait for the host to begin. So if you MIA'd on that, ah, <laughs> they'd still so be able to I log in. Actually, they just... As a real estate agent, I could promote, here's a, here is an example of an iGUIDE tour. You can self-guide the tour, but 2 p.m. on Sunday, I'm doing a virtual open house and I will be walking through this house, giving a guided tour. So join on this link uh, and you can watch. And, and exactly. maybe I'm yeah. doing, I'll be on 
Zoom if you want to if you want to uh, interact with me. You got it. And that 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 is a really interesting strategy because it has become so much more relevant over the last few years. So because people for reasons can't physically get into a space for as long as they'd like, you know, um, maybe there's isolating happening so they can't be in the same, the same, you know, the property with other people, open houses aren't like they used to be, or maybe it's a hot market and there's a hundred showings in a day and you really only get about 15 minutes in the house. This gives the person marketing at home the opportunity to give people the time they need to be able to get the information they need to make decisions. So it could you know? actually be simultaneously. It, it could be Technically, yeah. <laughs> literally is a two to 4 p.m. Sunday open house, yeah. but my team member is doing a virtual open house for those that can't attend in person. You got it. That's so exactly the, right. the pitch might be from the photographer to the real estate agent is when you're pitching your client to win the listing that uh, uh, we anticipate having more people walk through the home in order to get more offers sooner for the most money. And those more open house tours are actually going to be virtual. Yep, and we, they could either be just virtual or it could be both virtual and in person. It, it looks like the future is definitely a hybrid. There's a lot of people who are, are moving around. Maybe they've been emancipated from work and they no longer have to go physically to their office. Oh, there's my cat. He did show up. Look at that. Yeah. Good stuff. He's that's waiting. Pico. Oh. <laughs> that's right. Pico. Pico yeah. doing the cameo. So my other question, Chris, uh, looking at this tour, is there were some things that I wanted to show you in, in the house, but I, I can't take control of my screen. Is there a way to give me control? So there is not. So at the moment, for security reasons, um, only one person can show the tour. So there are times where what is being shown in the tour is very, very specific. So perhaps there could be a zillion reasons. Maybe there's personal photos. Maybe there's there's some sort of data in that property that you don't want people to see. So for security uh, reasons, okay. only one person can be the host. So what that means is that some eye guides might not be public, but they still may be available for a virtual showing where very specific content is shown by a specific person. So for security reasons, what that means is that I don't want anyone else to be able to take control and just go where they want. It has to be locked down so they can only see what I showed them. Okay, I'm cool with that. Could you go back to the sharing? I, so I, oh, yeah, I, for sure. want me to disconnect or not necessary? Uh, I'm going to close it. I think you'll get tossed out either way. Okay, so... Uh, oh, that's a nice screen. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say that looks familiar, right? There we so go. let's, right. let's go. Yeah. So let's go back to the tour and then back to that. Yep. To that sharing. So are, uh, are, are we in the, we're in the branded version. So I was hoping to see the start page. Let's say that video, uh, we didn't get to see the video. So maybe. Oh, so this tour doesn't actually have a video included, unfortunately. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does go turn, turn. I almost positive that I saw it. I'm, I, I want to say it's the video that's. Uh, with yeah, so what were we going to say? The green lollipop. Oh, you're right. You're totally right. Here you go. Yeah, because I was looking at this earlier today. So if I wanted this to be the start point now, how do I share so that the first thing is this tag that contains a video? Ah, good question. So at the moment, what you would do is you would look straight at the tag, you would click this, and then you would click link to current 3D view. Now, whenever you share this link, with someone, it's going to have this zoom level and show this angle and point straight to that tag. Uh, I'm confused. It says, still said video is an option. Oh, right. So that what that is. So that's something uh, slightly different. So okay. if you want to show um, can you someone, show us? so I can't with this particular eye guide, but I can explain the principle. So some okay. eye guides have an overarching video as in one video that's included on this menu bar up top. We can actually talk about that next. So that video can you can choose to show that video ahead ah, of the eye guide. Do you know what ah, I mean? Like okay. one video to roll. So, yeah, if we were looking in the <laughs> in the top right corner, where uh, I, I don't I don't want to put you through it because I want I, I want you to do a longer demo of it. Yeah. But there would be <laughs> there could be like one other option. There is video. Correct. And then that's the page that we go to when sharing. Could you go back to the sharing one more time? Absolutely. I just want to see that. Uh, Okay, so so sharing can be either a 3D tour, photos, video, and when you share a 3D tour, you can go to a specific point. And then in Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, email, I presume they automatically pre-populate the social media. They do. With That's exactly right. Here, I'll click it and we'll see if it works. Hopefully I'm, oh, I'm actually, I'm not logged in, it won't work. But if I click on the Facebook link, for example, it will pre-create a Facebook post for me. I don't have to do anything other than click Submit. submit that's it okay 
great. And then I see three dots on that menu at the bottom. Ah, yeah. So that's that's where the, the fun hidden stuff is. I'll briefly walk you through it. None of this is all that interesting. You've got help. If you're really interested in um, getting some more, you know, sort of tips, there are little help windows okay. built in. Um, so that's kind of neat. Uh, there are um, some other tools that were previously um, a little bit more visible, but are still here, but they've been hidden a little bit. But you can download an image of the floor plan. So that is uh, was added for insurance, restoration, construction uh, people, but we found that it had a lot of value for everyone. So mm -hmm. it's available for everyone. And what it allows you to do is basically create a JPEG of the floor plan just right from here. Yes. And what it will do is it will it will allow you to save your measurements. So let's suppose that you are on an eye guide and you want to measure all the windows and go get a window quote. You could use measure mode one, measure every single window. I mean, I'm doing a terrible job here, but- you It's can. okay, we, keep, keep telling us, we, we get it. And then I could click download and I'll, I'll basically download an image. Ah, so let's go back because you had a couple options, went a little bit quick. Ooh, hold on. If you, if you go, go back, so you can include the tags if you like. And rotate floor to have the first measurement vertical. Ah, so okay. That, so that's yeah, that's great. a that's a peculiarity for for IRC. If you need to take that floor plan and bring it into separate software to do some estimates, sometimes you need to set. You um, said some some letters. I did, I missed. Oh, so if you're going to bring that the this floor plan into separate software, sometimes you need to rotate the floor plan slightly. So IRC. Uh, insurance restoration construction sorry I should say. thank you okay so <laughs> so that's the download that what else you got under those dots right what else we got we got autoplay it's very exciting I'll, I'll, I'll click it you can watch so i i presume you can set the eye guide to autoplay on the back end when you share the tour but this is if i was Correct. on the front end and maybe i was in the realtor's office and i wanted to put this up on a screen i could use that tool to, to to enable the automatic rotation. You got it. That's exactly what it's for. And then you've also got units, imperial versus metric. So it's very uncommon for people to change this on the fly because typically whatever region you're in, it's going to be pre-configured. You're going to set it yes. to metric if you live in Europe or Canada. Okay, imperial being imperial. Uh, feet and inches and, and yeah. metric. So, but I, oh, so if you were measuring in the mini map the floor interactive floor plan on the left uh you could specify whether you wanted uh feet and inches imperial or yeah. you wanted it in metric yeah that's that's critical for people to use the tour in different regions so yeah. see chris i'm a little bit confused because i i thought when i was looking at it i could also download the uh i guide floor plans very detailed oh. You can. So that's that's, that's a perfect segue into our into our top menu bar. Okay, so great. Up here, there's a lot more information. Um, it's not that it's not part of the core experience, but it's an accompaniment to it, uh, and that's why it's set up this way. So the 3D tour is what we just talked about, and it's amazing. But um, according to uh, the National Association of Realtors uh, report for home buyers and sellers, photos are the number one thing people are looking for when they're buying for home. So we've created a gallery that you can use that contains uh, photos. And it's exactly what you think it is. It's a bunch of photos and you can click on them and then view them and <laughs> you can explore the property that way. So that's a different way to get information about a property that okay. is sort of in just, between. I'm sorry, could you just uh, toggle to through three pictures so we can see? Oh yeah. Here, we can go see. from picture to picture. There you go. So this is something people are very comfortable and familiar with. Looking at photos, you know, in okay. order from start to finish. Um, it's, it's a very curated, composed, framed experience that people enjoy and they like. So that is in the eye guide. So that means when you share the eye guide, you can have that experience as well. Real estate photographers put an enormous amount of energy and time into their still photos. And this allows you to use those to make the tour better. You know, instead of pulling photos from the camera directly, which you technically can do, you can include your photos from your camera system uh, that you spent so much time and money uh, and uh, effort on, and you can include them in the tour uh, so that everyone can see them. Okay, uh, great. The one link. But on the next tab, the details tab, we have um, arguably the most important information in the whole tour. <laughs> so the reason I say that is that um, this does it, this particular screen doesn't get enough credit. Um, 
because a lot of the information here is is critically important. And this will segue really well into our ANSI discussion okay. later. Would you mind doing the download of the PDF so that yep. we can, yeah, if, if we're looking at that, because all the measurements that are listed in the eye guide are actually coming from these floor plans. That's correct. So this really shows you the strength of the eye guide, which is that it's not just a pretty face. It's not just a tour. Uh, it comes with a full set of PDF floor plans, which are actually available in PDF, SVG, JPEG, DXF. Uh, but um, along with those, you also I'm get- I'm sorry, what was the last format? Oh, DXF. That's a weird one. DFX. That's an AutoCAD exchange format. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So if you're, if you're a- um, a space planner, that's going to be an important file. For, Absolutely. For if you're a designer planner. and you work with CAD, yep, you're going to love that one. Uh, so you get a summary page, and then you're also going to get each floor, um, obviously one by one on its own page. And then you get another summary page that has the property details. So property information like room dimensions and total square footage are really important. If you're a real estate professional, you want to list a property because you have to enter all those room dimensions into your MLS. So um, is this ANSI compliant? So yes, it is. So, so okay. here's- So let, where... let's, not, let's not jump into ANSI yet. I just okay, want to we'll know wait. that it's compliant. We'll We're going to do a whole <laughs> separate discussion, a little bit greater detail on that. That's I still right. wanted to see the kind of the 3D tour display. So um, I, I, I'm sorry, was there anything else on this eye guide with the floor plans to show us? If not, then let's go back to the tour. Right. So uh, th there's one more thing I'll just mention from the menu bar. So in addition to the property details, you also have a neighborhood map. So if you look at the eye guide as a whole, the way it was designed was to give people the information that they're looking for when they're marketing or buying a home. And we know exactly what people are looking for. They're looking for in order, you know, photos, uh, floor plans, detailed property information. So if you look at the surveys that are done about people want, they're like a roadmap of what the eye guide provides which is, you know, so in case anyone was curious about why things are set up this way, that's why. This is and the I, information I that people are looking for. in the top right, it says E-N, presumably that's English. Correct, yeah. Uh, are there other languages? So it's French. Is there any other languages? Uh, there will be. There aren't at the moment. Um, it's just English okay. and French, uh, but those are obviously critical in North America. Okay. So, and um, then I see the property address at the top and a, a little icon of a person. Correct. Yeah. You have sharp eyes, Dan. So the property address is exactly what you think it is. It's the property address. Uh, but clicking on the little person allows um, branding information to be displayed. So that branding information is almost always used for whoever ordered the tour. So that's usually in a real estate sense, the, the agent. Um, and that branding does a few different things depending on who you ask. But the branding is extremely valuable because what it does is it connects the buyer and the seller in a real estate transaction. Without that branding, there's nowhere to go with all the information you just got. How do you make that, that connection, right? So the branding is valuable in the sense that it completes that, that connection and it connects the dots there. And I see a, an arrow to the right, carrot, uh, within that, uh, act, so, the, so is there an unlimited number of social media links? That oh, there it, yeah, it varies depending on what you put in. Correct. So okay. it's going to be dynamic and it's going to scale. Um, and the reason that it's set up this way is that on the right side here, um, that you can have the option of having a logo. So you can have a headshot and a logo. And the logo that I put in here was the iGuide one, which doesn't really fill the space particularly well. So that means that um, if that weren't there, this would just extend over. But yeah, you can have all of the, the links all there and um, displayed. Okay. Something. And is there what's interactive on this? I can click on any of those links. It's going to take me to, presumably it's going to take me to the agent's Facebook page or their LinkedIn page or their you website. Uh, that address I'm guessing is interactive. Uh, if you were on a smartphone, I, I would imagine you could click on the phone and it would place a call. Yep. You got it. So this was designed to be a way to you know really show people what's important when you're connecting with the person listing the property. So, okay. phone. You want a phone? I, you I want think phone there's people? only one one icon that we haven't looked at. Uh, maybe the uh, looks like a VR in the bottom. Oh yeah, right? the VR. Virtual yeah, reality. absolutely. Yeah. So actually, if I'll say we one were on mobile, we could look at this in virtual reality. Correct. Yeah. So you can take the tour and you can load it into VR um, and view it on any headset you want for the most part, I haven't tested in all of them, so I can't say that hundred okay. percent, but if um, you were to load the tour onto uh, a phone and use it in a Google cardboard kind of experience, if that even is still a thing, 
it's not bad, but where it really shines the VR um, is when it's on a, a sort of fairly high-end sort of headset, like an Oculus Quest 2. Now those are relatively rare. Not a lot of people have those, um, but they're, they're actually a really fun way to experience a property. VR was supposed to be like the biggest thing since sliced bread around like 2015, 2016. It didn't really live up to a lot of the hype, the technology wasn't there yet. But the funny okay, thing is, the technology is there now. That I have an agent that wants to use VR. Why <laughs> is the iGuide virtual reality VR experience special? Right. So what it allows you to do is it allows you to have the same experience where you have the floor plan and the visuals, but it allows you to get that extra immersion to feel like you're in the space. So that means you still get the feeling of control, but you can you can feel like you're there. It's really it's yeah, you have to try it in order to really get it. But it's it's very much like a VR experience, right? You've got full 360 head tracking. You can look up and you look down. The interesting and thing I is wanna, that you. Oh, sorry, go on. Excuse me. I want to say the the super cool thing is the the interactive mini map is there as well. <laughs> That's so right. Yeah. You can actually interact with. I I forget whether it was by eye or by tapping. Was yeah, it tapping. Exactly. Well, no, it's by eye. You just look at where you want to go when you go. Look there. at you look. So if you look at the mini map and say, "I want to go to the to the dining room," then that's how I can it do that. And if I just want to walk through the space, just keep staring through the space, and it'll just walk through it. You got it. It's actually really, really fascinating because the way it's designed, the map actually floats like in three D space ahead of the visuals. So that means it feels like you have a magical floating map in front of you. It's quite cool. Cool. So, uh, Chris, before we jump into iGUIDE ANSI compliant 2D floor plans, is there anything else that we haven't covered on iGUIDE refresh new 3D tour display? One thing, actually, we'll go back to the branding and I'll mention something. So the other aspect of that branding is that what it does is it allows the um, person who uh, ordered that tour to see the value in it. So if you are, for example, a real estate photographer and you provide a service for someone, you create marketing materials for them, um, they may not come back and order that again if they don't see the value. So having the ability to, well, share, but then also connect a buyer and a seller uh, is huge because if someone who orders your product can see the value in it because they've literally generated a lead or it's helped them in the sale of a property, that um, rather than anecdotally, it actually, you know, is, a, is an actual physical thing. Um, that means that um, they're far more likely to come back to you to order another one. So the iGUIDE is designed to not only give people the information they're looking for, but to help empower people in that process of whatever it is they're doing, but in this case, a real estate transaction, so that they see the value and they come back again. <laughs> so they want to order more. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to re refer our viewers who are interested in yet even a deeper dive into iGUIDE. Uh, Chris and I did an entire show, Introduction to iGUIDE. And we also did an, a, an entire show on iGUIDE Stitch, which is the back-end platform for creating these tours. So as we went through, as Chris took us through the experience today, you're, you're scratching your head wondering, well, I wonder how he did that. How did he do that? How did he do that? We literally did an entire show on the back-end of iGUIDE, iGUIDE Stitch. And you can find these episodes by going to WGAN forum.com. We get around network forum. So it's wganforum.com. Go either to the search bar and type in iGUIDE or go to the uh, tag section and look for the tag either for iGUIDE or the tag for iGUIDE Stitch or the tag for, for um, iGUIDE Planix, whatever it might, whatever you're looking for. Um, iGUIDE ANSI compliant 2D floor plans. Uh, first, um, why is, I, I'm going to ask this question <laughs> and you can an, answer it, it any way you like. It's an right, open-ended question. Why is ANSI compliant 2D floor plans important? All right. That's and, an excellent question. Or maybe question. What, what is ANSI and why does that matter? All right. I'll answer all your questions. Okay. So I'm going to preface this by saying this is a big deal for iGUIDE because the core of our product is about measurements, which are compatible with ANSI. So this is a good thing for us. And it's a good thing for everybody. So I'm just going to point out, ANSI is the American National Standards Institute. Correct. ANSI. And Chris is going to refer to these standards. You can actually go see the standards with a shortcut that we created, wgan.info forward slash ANSI. Uh, so 
uh, forgive me. You're oh, yeah, no <laughs> iGUIDE so, is ANSI compliant. Uh, today is Thursday, April 7th. What happened on, on uh, Friday, April 1st, 2022? Good question. So um, there, uh, so Fannie Mae on April 1st, um, actually it's prior to April 1st, they announced this, but on April 1st, they um, have requested that all mortgage appraisals done um, where you know a property is is measured and um, in some cases floor plans are created must be must use the ANSI standard uh, of measurements the ANSI certified standard. So what that means is that Fannie Mae is trying to get some consistency with regards to the way homes are measured, and that's what the ANSI Z seven six five twenty twenty one standard is all about. It's all about providing a consistent method for measuring properties so that um, those. Uh, square footage or area totals um, can be used to determine the, the value of a property. Um, so Fannie Mae has requested this and they're, they're, not, they're not alone. Um, other uh, measurement standards, or sorry, ANSI um, and then other measurement standards have been you know, sort of appearing over time. And the trend is toward um, measurement standards being the norm rather than not. So there are lots of examples. So the um, North Carolina uh, Real Estate uh, Board or Association um, has mandated that ANSI measurements must be are required as well. Um, there's a good example in Canada where the RECA or Alberta RMS um, measurement standard is required to list properties there. RECA base RMS, which is similar to ANSI, but for Canada. That's right. Exactly. It's for Western Canada, but yes. So um, the reason this is a big deal uh, is that if in a real estate transaction um, an appraisal is required, that means that um, ANSI compatible measurements are extremely valuable uh, because those may be required to do the property appraisal in order to get financing. So that means that um, having those ANSI compatible measurements means that closing can occur significantly faster because they, you, know, you don't have to go out and, and, and measure the property, it's already done. Um, so um, iGUIDE provides you with the option of having either RECA RMS or uh, ANSI compatible uh, measurements uh, when you create your floor plans, which means that you're good to go. So that's a very compelling um, reason to choose to provide iGUIDE because you can make that real estate transaction significantly easier and faster for your client by having those ANSI measurements available uh, before the property is even listed. Let me see if I can give a more compelling reason for my <laughs> guy. I'm going to take it to the next level. Is these standards, which were announced a long time ago, which now are in effect, effective April 1, I would imagine that we are going to see more and more MLS platforms across the United States requiring ANSI compliant. 2D floor plans, if that floor plan is going to be used in the marketing of a house, if it's going to be used in the MLS. Yeah. And so if you're building a business and you want to make sure that six months, a year, two years from now, everything that you've been doing and creating for your clients is compliant with these measurement standards, then iGUIDE already checks the box, not only for the uh, North American standard, for the American standard, but for the Canadian standard as well. That's right. Not all floor plans are created equal. So uh, if you want um, to uh, um, be confident that your floor plans uh, will be um, valuable um, you know, for you and your business, uh, then you should definitely consider getting ones that are uh, ANSI compliant, uh, because so, that's a, so this kind of begs the question to say if you're not if if maybe you're using another platform for creation of floor plans, one might go back to your existing 2D floor plan maker, and the question to, questions to ask if you're in the United States are you ANSI compliant? It, it's specifically A N S I. Z765-2021 um, is to ask that very specific question. And if your 2D floor plan provider is not ANSI compliant, ask them if or when they will be. 
And second, if you happen to be in Canada, is to ask the same question, are you R-E-C-A-R-M-S compatible? That's right, yeah. So Chris, there are other platforms, uh, 3D, 360 virtual tours. There's a few, yeah. Floor plans, <laughs> some platforms you can order floor plans through another service. Uh, anything you want to say about the competitors uh, meets ANSI? Uh, so I'll speak to iGuide's uh, strengths. And then if anyone wants to compare that with what they're currently using, or if they're considering an alternative, um, that would give them a, a leg up on figuring out which one is better. But iGuide gives you the ability to choose which standard you want to use. You have that flexibility. Uh, and iGuide also gives you a method of measurement uh, in which, from which to, to understand the square footage totals that you're using. Every time square footage is used for anything, um, there's a you know, a little bit of risk involved because there is, um, a, you know, especially with property appraisal, a dollar amount associated with that, that total number. Um, so that means that if you can use square footage totals that have been, you know, created based on standards, um, you're far safer than if you're using ones that aren't uh, in terms of um, liability and the repercussions later when people begin to question those numbers. So, um, so the flexibility, consistency, and accuracy of, of iGuide flow plans are definitely the strength there. <laughs> yeah, awesome point. I, 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 and I think this is kind of like a, you know, a, a two-part punch here. One is how was the space captured for the purpose of measurement? And then two, how were the, uh, how was the drafting of the floor plans accomplished such that the measurements are considered ANSI compliant, or essentially to saying there's 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 one truth about measurements, whether you're a buying agent, a selling agent, an appraisal, a photographer, and to the extent that you're ANSI uh, and or uh, RECA RMS compliant, uh, maybe one of those things to enable everybody to sleep better, knowing that. Uh, you're reducing the risk related to potential lawsuits over the measurement, of, uh, the usage of, of square foot. And I think as photographers, we've all been there. We've 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 looked at the ML. We've looked at a, a listing for the house previously. We've scanned the space, and we got square footage numbers that are different than the numbers that the agent, the previous agent has used. And we yeah. may be providing numbers that are bigger than, same as, or less than how the house has been marketed in the past. And I, I'm gonna guess as a photographer, you really wanna be able to say, hey, uh, we meet the standard, it's five pages long. This is what it is. Uh, we can't speak to how that floor plan from somebody else was cr created or the square footage, but you know, this is ANSI compliant. Uh, here's the five pages if you want to, you know, re read the minutia on this. But you're, if you can provide ANSI compliant floor plans, you're, you're taking the risk off the table for the real estate agent, the real estate broker, for the home seller. Uh, everyone has kind of this truth because it's an accepted standard for measurement. That's right. We've seen it before. I mean, the, the writing is kind of on the wall with this. The real estate industry has been kind of wild west with square footage information forever. Um, so this is this is a good thing for everybody. The consumer is going to benefit. Um, real estate marketers are going to benefit. Everyone's really going to benefit from having these standards in a in a real world practical sense. If you're like a real estate photographer, this helps with a lot of communication problems. So sometimes what will happen is that um, you'll have um, an expectation about the size of a home. You know, people will have a number in their mind and they will dispute uh, if you measure the home yourself, they'll dispute what you give them. So if you're following a standard, this just helps uh, make that so much simpler because then the numbers that you're providing um, will have really clear guidelines about what's included versus what's excluded. Um, and that uh, means that you can be really confident about those numbers and you don't have to worry so much. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, T today, ANSI compliant, and six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, I anticipate that we are going to see many MLS uh, uh, services require that any floor plans, any square footage yeah. be ANSI compliant, and therefore you can sleep comfortably knowing I, I guide is ANSI compliant, is 
RECA RMS compliant. If you're not using uh, iGUIDE and you're using a different platform, you might want to ask, ask that other platform, ask that other floor plan creator, are you ANSI compliant? Are you RECA RMS compliant if you're in Canada? And if not, when? And if you're really planning to offer floor plans as part of your solution, then you probably want to know that it's ANSI compatible. You know, I, I think Chris, we could, you know, we, we could probably dive into the minutia, but I, I think I think the <laughs> I think point <laughs> is is you just, you know, there's a standard. Are you compliant or not? I guide is. Yeah, you, you got it. Anything else on that topic? <laughs> uh, no, that's it. That's I think um, we're good. Uh, is there is there anything else that I haven't asked you about ANSI that that we should cover? Uh, no, I think we got everything. Um, the, I would just, I'll add one extra thing and that's it. So the change that, um, um, has occurred on April 1st is very recent, obviously. Um, so we're not going to really see the full effects of this for a while. I don't think it's perceived necessarily as a big problem yet, uh, but it will over the next few weeks kind of, you know, uh, come to the forefront of people to start talking about it. So I would just encourage everyone to kind of pay attention, uh, cause you might see it come up. Uh, this way you'll have a, a leg up when you when you hear about it. Awesome. Uh, Chris, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. We've been visiting with Chris White, marketing manager for Planetar, the maker of iGuide. Uh, visit the website at goiguide.com. And if you want to know more about the uh, ANSI standards, wgan.info forward slash ANSI. For uh, Chris in Canada, I want to say Kitchener, but you're no longer there. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm outside. I'm close to Kitchener. It's close enough. For close enough to Kitchener, I'm Dan Smith <laughs> in Atlanta, and you've been watching WGAN-TV live at 5.